Jim Crockett Promotions presents Ric Flair's Last Match, July 31st at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium. StarCast Weekend in Nashville, bringing wrestling companies together for one of the most unique cards ever assembled. Main evented by Ric Flair's Last Match. Tickets are on sale right now at rickflairslastmatch.com. And you can catch the show live streaming on pay-per-view and Fight TV for only $34.99. Ric Flair's Last Match. Walk in that aisle one more time for the last time. StarCast is presented in part by ProWrestlingTees.com. T-shirts designed and sold by over 2,500 pro wrestlers. By Lenny Bakken, certified financial planner. And by Powerbomb Pizza. Pizza crafted and sold by pro wrestlers. Powerbomb Pizza, powered by Kitsch Data. It made national headlines when it was announced that Ric Flair would be returning to the ring for one last match. And the story that unfolds leading up to that match will be told every Monday this month at 6.05 Eastern. We invite you to come along and witness the Nature Boy's path back to the ring for his last match. The behind-the-scenes discussions, the workouts, the promotion, the ups and downs, the blood, sweat, and tears, which will all culminate on Sunday, July 31st at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium when Ric Flair will step through those ropes and enter a JCP ring for one last match. Mondays, 605 Eastern, RicFlair'sLastMatch.com. If you could change one thing about your home, what would it be? A new kitchen, a new master bath, maybe put in a pool. What if you could do it with no money out of pocket and cheaper monthly payments? SaveWithConrad.com can help, and you can even skip your next two house payments. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender, savewithconrad.com. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. This is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we'll be discussing my son in the WWE, Jason Jordan. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How you doing today, Paul? Kurt, I'm doing great, man. I am looking forward to this show, Daddy. And uh, <laughs> for so many reasons, we got some great clips. I'm looking forward to those. But listen, before we jump in and dig into uh, you and, and Jason and, and all that, I saw you put out, and I want to make sure all of the Kurt Angle Show listeners are aware, A&E documentary coming up July 31st, 8 o'clock Eastern, right? Yes, sir. That's my documentary, my life story. It's going to be awesome. Oh, man. I can't wait to see that. So literally, it's going to walk through, you said, your life. So that's pretty cool. Pretty much. You know, um, uh, the the thing is, you know, the WWE uh, bought the the, the um show from us from okay. uh, the documentary and they changed it up a little bit. It made it a little more pro wrestling oriented. Uh, but, uh, we made a deal with them that this will air on Peacock next year. My, my former, my previous documentary before they 
actually added more WWE stuff to it. So, okay. uh, the one next year on Peacock will be more about my personal life and growing up and, and, uh, before the, uh, WWE. So gotcha. it's, it's, it's a really well-rounded documentary, but the one with WWE is showing will be uh, pro WWE stuff. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, cool. Listen, guys, check it out. A&E documentary, July 31st, eight o'clock, set your DVRs. Um, I know that I will be, uh, but if you're a fan of Kurt angle, you definitely want to want to watch that. So uh, yes, I just wanted to, I wanted to mention that right at the top of the show. Thank you, and, Paul, and get you uh, some traction there. So listen, man, uh, let's jump into it today because we're going to talk about an angle with you and Jason Jordan and him re- being revealed as your son. And oh my God, Kurt! As this drops on the main feed, it's literally the fifth anniversary of that moment where not only you stand up in the middle of the ring and tell us the story, which we're going to watch the clip together. You shed tears. Uh, it was July seventeenth, two thousand seventeen. Does it feel like it's already been five years ago? Yeah, it does actually, uh, because of the pandemic. That time That's stood true. still during the pandemic, so it does feel like five years. That's a, that's a great point, man. It felt like an eternity, but listen, before we get there, why don't you tell us all about the first time you ever saw Jason Jordan in the ring or got to know him, uh, or was the angle when it all started for you and your relationship with him? Well, I saw Jason Jordan wrestle in NXT, but that was on TV. Him and Chad Gable were tagging. They had an incredible career down there, very promising career. And I was excited for their futures coming up, but I didn't meet Jason until we started this angle. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, I knew about him, I read about him, I, I watched him on TV, but this was the first time I got to meet him. Uh, very good. Well, listen, I thought what I would do to start the show is kind of give everybody a little bit more about Jason Jordan, a little bit of background on him, if you will. And, uh, his real name is Nathan Everhart and he was born on September 28th. That's Nathan angle. Oh, got it. Nathan angle. <laughs> That's what we're going to go with. He was born September 28th, 1988 to his biological father, Kurt. Uh, just kidding. And he was a big amateur wrestler growing up. And I got, you know, we went straight to the source because Kurt, you know, Wikipedia is never wrong. And our researchers really dug deep on this one. Uh, but we found some fun information there that I wanted to share with everybody as we set the stage. And it said, while wrestling at Indiana University, uh, Everhart was ranked in the top 15 in the nation for three years in a row. In his senior year, he was undefeated in the regular season, going 35-0, and Kurt, and at one point was ranked as high as second in the nation. It's pretty impressive, brother. He had a great career in college, yes. He uh, During his fourth year of wrestling, he worked as a student coach at his university and helped two All-Americans at 197 pounds and as a heavyweight. And that wasn't his fourth year of wrestling. That was after he was done wrestling. He stayed there an extra year gotcha. and helped groom those guys, yes. Okay. They said that he had graduated with a bachelor's degree in biology with minors. Listen to this. Chemistry, social <laughs> science, and medicine. This kid is smart, dude. He's not my kid. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way he's your son. This kid's brilliant. And uh, he put attending dental school on hold to pursue his dream of being a pro wrestler. He could have been the first DMD before Britt Baker. But, man, how impressive is this guy right off the get-go? He's such an intelligent intelligent individual. He really is. He's he's smart. The kid, you could just tell the way he talks and the way he carries himself. He's very smart, very intelligent. 
Uh, without a doubt, man. So let's get into a little bit of his wrestling. So he started in 2011 in FCW, Florida Championship Wrestling, and he was scouted by none other than Jerry Briscoe. I mean, that's what Jerry did, man. He went out and scouted and found so much A lot of wrestlers from the NCAAs, yeah. Uh, he would win the FCW tag titles down there with CJ Parker before then transitioning over to NXT. And that's where he would eventually form that American alpha team with Chad Gable. Uh, my goodness, what a team they were in 2016, buddy. They had some crazy, amazing matches with the revival who are now the FTR and are still just crushing it. And, uh, they won the NXT tag titles that take over Dallas on the weekend of WrestleMania 32, uh, but the, to your point, this is when you started watching them on uh, NXT television and yes. noticed, God, they were a talented duo, weren't they? Oh, they were. They had great chemistry together. They they didn't have the same type of uh, technique, but uh, them two together, they just formed an incredible chemistry that was awesome. It really was. American Alpha, they were caught up to, uh, to the SmackDown brand in July of 16. They won the SmackDown titles on December 27th from the Wyatt family. Oh, those were the days. And then they lost them to the Usos on March 21st, 2017. And then WrestleMania 33 is, of course, a couple of weeks after this where you return to WWE. Here comes Kurt, and you went into the Hall of Fame chugging milk all the way. And then we were announced as the new Raw GM the day after Mania. So there we go. Did you know about this storyline with you and Jordan immediately when you came back to the TV role as the GM? Or was it just kind of thrown at you suddenly, bud? No, I didn't know about the storyline. I was inducted into the Hall of Fame the next day. Vince McMahon put me on Raw as general manager. I'd say a couple of weeks later, it was sprung on me then, and we were about to start that program. Well, here we go, guys. Buckle up, because the storyline begins to play out. It's May 29th, 2017. We're in Greenville, South Carolina, and Pittsburgh native Corey Graves, who we love, gets a mystery text on his phone and leaves his announcer's position to show it to you. Oh, here we go, Kurt. I love it. You then read it out, and it's someone calling you a disgrace and embarrassment to the WWE and besmirching your status as an Olympic gold medalist. And then you say, this country could, this could, no, you actually say, this could destroy you if it's true, as we, the audience, are left to wonder what exactly you're talking about. Oh, we're in such great suspense. And here we go, Kurt. It's the slow build to the next week on Raw. We're in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and this time you received a text and showed it to Graves, back to Corey. When he comes back to announce, he ignored the question about it. No. And then you left the building after being asked backstage about it, saying, this is a private matter. A couple of weeks later, Corey goes to you and says, it's too bad you don't ha- you didn't have a good Father's Day. And all is revealed. You both got the same text about something. Here we go. A few, le- a few weeks later on, the July 10th Raw from Houston, you and Graves have a final meeting. You both got the same text, and you say, I can't let this get out. Then again, I might have to go public with this. I'm going to lose my family over this. I hope they support me. My career could be destroyed. Next week, when I go public with this, I may have to say goodbye at the same time. <laughs> Kurt, who's writing all this, by the way? <laughs> the writers. <laughs> I mean, do you even know who the writers are coming? But I'm going to tell you this. Up front, right now, I'm just going to tell the whole world what's going on <laughs> Vince McMahon caught wind that I dated a couple of African-American women in my past just a couple and about 17 years ago he had me do a program with Booker T and Charmel that's, that's right where I was stalking Charmel Booker T's wife and now it's Jason Jordan 
So Vince likes to take ribs and turn them into storylines. He, he just has this crazy, weird personality. And he just wanted to, you know, kind of rub it in my face. Hey, I know what was going on in your life. And uh, we're going to, we're, we're going to make something of it. Storyline. <laughs> yep. Yep. Let's turn it into something. Damn it. I love it. And well, he was the- persistent. He wasn't going to let this thing die. It was going to keep going. Well, well, uh, Kurt, they close the show. You're shown, you're speaking on the phone, uh, to a mystery person and you tell them to come to raw next week and you'll reveal whatever the big secret is together. So listen, did you hear some of the potential theories at the time? Cause there were theories going around Kurt. Listen to a couple of them. It was, you know, you may have a secret lover. There were speculations. It could have been Dixie Carter. There were speculations. <laughs> it could have been Stephanie McMahon. There was also talk of Chad Gable getting the role, not Jordan. So tell us about all the stuff that we heard in the dirt sheets. Okay. I never heard about Dixie Carter or Stephanie McMahon. That never came to me at least, but Chad Gable was a possibility. I knew they were throwing that around, but Vince decided to make it Jason Jordan. And that's how it stood. Okay. So you never heard any of the other stuff, although that, that you got to admit that sounds like some fun dirt to talk about. It, it does. <laughs> and, and I think that would have been probably a better storyline if we, there you go. It, but, I know. You know right. Vince is Vince. He's going to do what he wants to do. Why do you think Corey Graves was the guy that was chosen to be a part of all this? Honestly, we had to keep the program moving and he was really good at talking and yes. discussions and the pre-tapes. We had to make sure they were one take because we were moving, you know, sticking and moving. And also he's from Pittsburgh and he's a friend of mine. So uh, I think that's the reason. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Well, listen, after two months of the slow build and these nonsense texts and all this dramatic hype and all this stuff, we have the big reveal and I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Let's just go right to the clip. Let's Kurt, do it, man. This is fun. Here we go. Well, recently, I just found out that an action of my past has a serious consequence. Because it changed my life. And I was afraid of change because I thought it would hurt my family. But I'm happy to say that my family is 100% supportive of this. And I'm also happy to say that the WWE, my employer, is supportive of this announcement, as I hope you are too. So here we go. When I was in college at Clarion University, I dated a young lady. We dated for a while, then we stopped dating. And it wasn't until recent I found out that she gave birth nine months after our last date. She gave birth to a baby boy. I was unaware of the pregnancy or the birth. Now this baby boy was put up for a closed adoption. And he was adopted by two loving parents that taught him great American values. Now, if you indulge me for a minute, I'd like to brag about this young man. In high school, he was a three-sport athlete, an all-star, and he was a great student. He was even drafted after high school to play professional baseball, 
but he chose to go to college to get a degree and to excel in wrestling, and he did it both. After college, he had many, many options, but he decided that he was going to pursue his dream of becoming a WWE superstar. Now, <laughs> I'm happy he did that. And I have to say, we always settle everything in this ring on Raw, and that's what we're going to do right now. So I'd like to introduce to you the newest member of Raw, my son. You may know him as Jason Jordan. For those of you that were audio only and just heard music during the dead time while until Michael Cole and Corey finally talked, there was cuddling, caressing, crying. All the seas were happening between <laughs> Kurt and his son. They were just wrapped in each other's arms. Smile from your dear Kurt. <laughs> you were crying your eyes out. How did you make yourself cry like that on the man, bro? You're an actor of all actors. <laughs> Well, all I had to do is think of something sad. And what I do usually to be serious, I, I think of my mother passing away and I get really emotional. So that's what I use all the time whenever I have to cry. <laughs> my mom, God bless you, mom. Thank you. Thank you for helping Kurt get through all these skits where he needed to cry. So literally in that moment, you thought about your mom passing away. I thought about my mom passing away and it made me cry. <laughs> oh my God, Kurt. Hey, whatever, like you said, whatever you got to do, right? Oh, you have to do what you have to do. And if it's the only way to make me cry, I, I got to do it. 
So initially, let's be honest, you hear that, you know, what Vince wants to do. Oh, damn it. I got an idea. And, and you're all in. And this is the plan. You and Jason talk about you and Jason behind the scenes. Like, are you guys talking about this? Like, hey, we're going to go out there. Let's really ham it up. Let's really embrace each you other. You know what? To be honest with you, we treat each other like a father and son. <laughs> it's crazy. He was calling me dad. I was calling him son. We were half joking, but we were half serious too. That's fun though. But, I love it. it. It was like, I was his dad in the WWE for real. I mean, it was crazy. He had respect. He, he never disrespected me. He was always like a, a good kid. And here I am talking to you. Like he, he was my son. I know this is so <laughs> it good. was just crazy. Cause it, that's how we treated it. Well, he had to have known. I mean, obviously he probably, was just in awe of meeting you, getting to work with you, having been such a, am, a big time amateur wrestler, knowing what you had accomplished. I mean, was he just probably over the moon to be able to have a chance to get to know you and work with you? Yes. He told me, he said, you were one of my heroes growing up. You won the Olympic gold medal. You were the guy that I really looked up to all the time. And I wanted to be like, and, uh, you know, even in, when he was in college, you know, I was in the WWE and that's where his mind was set was to toward WWE. So everything I did is what he wanted to do. See. And so that makes perfect sense. So the opportunity to work with you, he had to be chomping at the bit then. Oh, he had to be. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. So he was all <laughs> in calling you daddy. So there you go. <laughs> what about you though? Did you have any concerns that the storyline wasn't going to get over with the audience or that they'd crap all over it and not buy it? Yeah. Yeah. I was concerned. I, I was really worried, but I was hope, hoping that, you know, with my legacy that people would, you know, let it carry on and, and get over, but Vince wasn't going to let this end. He was going to make sure it got over regardless. There's no way Vince was going to let this go. Dude. Once those tears started flying, I'm like, my goodness, Hollywood's a calling Kurt angle. <laughs> I mean, bring on the soap operas days of our lives where you got to be calling Kurt angle. He's got skills. You're right. Dramas. <laughs> I mean, come on, listen, I, I want to bring up something right now. One thing, and that's something that nobody wants them to hit them suddenly. And that's an annoying car repair, Kurt. And I'm here to talk a little bit about car shield and how they can help car shield makes it easy and affordable to protect my car from expensive repairs and they can help you too. And that's just for starters. Car shield is the number one auto protection company in the U S and offers protection plans for around a hundred bucks a month. That plan will cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. Let me tell you how simple it is to get your car fixed. When you need a repair, you choose the mechanic and car shields administrators will handle the rest. That's it. You don't have to deal with the paperwork or headaches you're taken care of. Same goes if your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Plans through CarShield also include coast-to-coast -coast roadside assistance. CarShield's administrators are there for you with rental car options and trip reimbursements at no extra cost. And you can get coverage today and you'll lock in your price now and it will never go up. You can't say that about a lot of things today. That means as long as you own your car, no matter how old it is, you're protected from the rising cost of parts and repairs for your vehicle. So car shield will help protect you from that expensive car repair. They're already doing it for me. So go to carshield.com slash podcast, the simple word podcast to start your plan and lock in your pricing forever. That's carshield.com slash podcast. A deductible may apply. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. So, Kurt, we got some notes from The Observer. Uh, This is what Meltzer had to say. After doing The Angle, they did a post-show interview with Renee Young. Both handled it it as well as possible. The idea is that Jordan was told after college that he was adopted and he hired a private eye, found his birth mother, who then told him that Angle was his father. They pushed how Jordan could never figure out where he got his athletic ability from. Jordan was only told about the angle last week, and there had actually been hints given that American Alpha would be getting a new storyline on SmackDown. This explains them having done nothing with them as of late. So, Kurt, change their minds. You, you, you've pretty much admitted it on this show, though. He got the athletic ability from you. We definitely know that he got the smarts from whoever the mother was. Okay? <laughs> definitely. <laughs> this is so funny. Uh, Kurt, before we get into more of this, this is a good time to remind you all. Package 4.0 is a game changer. Inside the package, you'll f- find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, their weed whacker, their ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Remember, it's safe to use in the shower. It's waterproof. And it reduces nicks, reduces ingrown hairs, and reduces grooming accidents. So, Take extra special care of the left and the right one now, and don't be bashful. Clean up the rest of the groin while you're at it, and look like you're Olympic hero, bald on top and down low. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Just listen to the wise of wrestling to find out more. And get 20% off and free shipping with the code ANGLE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, and use code ANGLE. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped have you manscaped today yet oh daily kurt daily i've got smooth every day. smooth balls baby not that anybody cares to hear that but if they ever <laughs> do daddy's smooth like a baby's bald head there you go listen kurt over the first few months it kind of comes across that the storyline isn't getting over okay it is what it is just doesn't feel like it's it's doing what i guess vince mcmahon hoped it would do uh jordan isn't getting too much of a reaction and i think it's fair to say He's just not as gifted on the mic as he is in the ring. It's just, it is what it is, Some right? Some guys have that ability to do both. Some guys are really great in the ring, just don't have the mic skills. Were you or the company worried how long you could drag this whole angle out? I mean, you know, when it wasn't getting over, we started getting a little bit concerned. But like I said before, Vince McMahon was going to make sure this storyline stood, and he wanted to make sure it got over. Uh, Jason was learning on the fly. He was getting better with his uh, promos and uh, pre-tapes. He wasn't exactly, um, you know, stellar at the beginning, but he started getting better and better, and I saw a lot of promise in him. Mm. Well, they end up putting uh, Jordan in feuds with The Miz and Elias, and he's even has some great matches on Raw against Cena and Roman Reigns, but nothing is really getting over with the guy, unfortunately. Uh, So coming up to the Survivor Series, where it's going to be Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, you originally picked Jordan to be on the team with you, but then he gets injured, man. After a match with Bray Wyatt, uh, you are then forced to find a replacement for him in the match, and Jordan comes across as a crybaby when you tell him Triple H is announced as the replacement, and then Pedigree's Jordan. 
I have the clip, Kurt. Let's check it all out together. Hey. Here we go. Let's get to the of Jason. Hey, hey, yeah. Are you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't think you're able to compete this Sunday. I'll, I'll be fine. I've, I've watched you compete through injuries. I can do the same. Just, just let me. Jason, I need you at 100%, not 90%. Don't, don't do this. This is my big break. The opportunity that I've been waiting for my entire life. I deserve this. Dad. Don't do this. Jason, don't make this any harder than it is. Don't take this away from me. I've worked my entire life to get to this point. This is Survivor Series. This is the one time that Raw and SmackDown go head-to-head in direct competition. This is going to be the first time that I got to fight side-by-side with my father. Jason. I can't do it. You're injured. But by Sunday, I'll be fine. I need you at 100%. You're not 100%. I'll be fine. By Sunday, I will be fine. You were injured. Jason, you got your whole career in front of you. No, no, no. You were injured. And you won a freaking gold medal. I'm just like you. I can do this. It's not worth it, Jason. It is worth it. It is worth it. I have emulated you my entire life. In high school, in college. Kurt, you were my idol. Coming over to Raw, being able to compete on your show, this has been a dream come true for me. But to to be honest, you know you didn't pick me out of favoritism. You picked me because I was the best option. Don't take that away from me. I won't... I won't get another chance like this. It is an honor to represent Raw, to represent the superstars in the back. Don't take that from me. Please don't take that from me. This is the one time to be in this ring, in a match with my father. Please, please reconsider this. Please. Give me a break, Kurt. Tell me you're not actually considering this. Make the announcement and do it now. 
If you won't make the damn announcement, I will. The fifth member of Team Raw is me. Kurt so there we go that was a long segment and I want to tell you this Jason Jordan actually messed up he called me Kurt instead of that he did <laughs> I'm glad you caught that and here's the thing dude as I'm watching that you can hear the crowd booing him as he's going not a good look for what they want to be have as the top baby face the whining doesn't help man I guess unless they were thinking of hey just turning them heel soon I think that's what they were thinking. He wasn't getting over as a baby face. And I, I think it's because nobody knew who he was, yeah. and they, they, you know, the fans are smart and they're like, Oh, they're yeah. only pushing this kid because he's going to be Kurt Angle's son. And, uh, you know, the fans don't want to be, uh, pushed into something. They want to do it themselves. They want that person that's to get right. over to prove to them that they can get over. Listen, and on, you said the fans are smart. The fans already know he's not your Very son. Smart. I mean, come on. They know that, the, but it's fun and they're around. Well, at least give, give it a try and going to go along with it. But if it isn't a home run, you know, continue to be a home run, then they're going to fall quick. They're going to run. And that's what happens here. It just doesn't connect, unfortunately, because, but you do see these symbol, you know, the reason why the amateur background, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, so it was listen, a good idea. It was with, definitely. It, I, I don't know. Vince too. He just likes to have his jolly. So hopefully he got All right, what, what do you think if it was Chad Gable? Do you think it would have went over a little bit better? I, I feel like, I feel like it could have. Yeah, I really do. Um, I just feel like also maybe if they took a little bit more time, it just seemed like it was all so quick. All of a sudden you tell this whole story in one raw. I mean, I know they do the text thing, but it seems a little cheesy, with the court. Yeah. Games. Yeah. There wasn't much build up to nah, it. It needs to be a little more, you know, a little more time spent and you can draw it out a little better. So it could have been actually a lady reappears in your life. You know what I mean? They, yeah. and they have a lady and then it starts right, there. Right. With the they, they should have had his mother on TV. Yes. 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 Yeah, yes that something. would have been great TV. You're something. Right. There you go. All right. We agree. So listen, he also would then start teaming with Seth Rollins when Dean Ambrose is injured and on the Christmas Day edition of Raw from Chicago, Jordan Rollins defeated Sheamus and Cesaro to win the Raw tag titles. They lost the titles back to them at the Royal Rumble in what turned out to be Jordan's final WWE match. The match was more of a handicap match as they took Jordan out at the start of the match to cover for his neck injury. Uh, I want to pause here uh, just to go talk a little bit about ProWrestlingTees.com, Kurt, and then we're going to get into the injury but th man, if you haven't checked out prowrestlingtees.com, what are you waiting on? 
They have T-shirts designed and sold by over 2,500 pro wrestlers, including your very own self, Kurt Angle. You got Sting, Macho Man, Stone Cold, CM Punk, and much, much more. If you're looking for premium wrestling merchandise, go to ProWrestlingTees.com. Support wrestling legends from the past and independent wrestling stars of the future with over 100,000 products shipped worldwide. When you order from Pro Wrestling Tees, all profits go directly to the wrestlers or their families. That's right. Our very own Kurt Angle has a story. It's true. (laughs) It's damn true. Visit ProWrestlingTees.com today. And now they are introducing Power Bomb Pizza from Pro Wrestling Tees and powered by Kitsch Data. Power Bomb Pizza is pizza crafted and sold by pro wrestlers. Powerbomb Pizza is the first delivery and only pizzeria with over 30 locations that combines wrestling with handcrafted classic pizza recipes. All profits from that goes directly to the wrestling legends you support, such as McFoley, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, Bret Hart, Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle, and more. So order today on Uber Eats or visit PowerbombPizza.com. So, Kurt, we're here one week later on Raw, and you send Jordan home in a storyline to cover that injury after he cost Rollins and Roman Reigns in a match with the Raw tag champ Sheamus and Cesaro by punching the champions when they tried to walk out on the match. Kurt, we're going to watch that final moment together that you and Jason had. You never want to listen. You never want to learn. You weren't even supposed to be out there. What were you thinking? I, 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 it's always about I with you. That's your problem. It's never about we. I was just defending myself. I again, you selfish son of a bitch. Whoa, 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 hold on. You're getting out of line. My son's legitimately hurt, okay? The only thing I'm sorry about is that I didn't legitimately hurt him myself. Listen, you need to get out of here. Go home and stay home until you're medically clear. Okay? He can't, he can't talk. Damn it, go home! Go! And that is the storyline coming to an abrupt ending, Kurt. I should have hit him. You should, if we could do it all over again, just smack the shit out of them. Uh, talk about an abrupt ending. I do want to talk about something that I'm some super passionate about, and that's protecting your family. And yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. I want you to think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you on on a little secret. We're all going to have a need for life insurance because we're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. And if you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean right now. Listen, I've lost two friends in their 40s in the last year and a half, and I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it. Protect your family. Do the right thing. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance Super easy. Goliathlife.com streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes from more than 20 carriers within minutes, and you pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price, you start the online application immediately, and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. I know because I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliathlife.com makes buying life insurance simple. That's what we want. Simple. No hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle. Hell, not even a phone call. 
Goliathlife.com is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application and a few easy clicks right now at Goliathlife.com. So Kurt, the next day, Jordan has minimally invasive neck surgery for a herniated disc, which was causing same surgery issues. as me. Yeah. Let's, uh, including issues with gripping the whole deal. It was a posterior cervical micro dissectomy, right? To decompress the nerve issues that caused the problem. Yes. Can you, yes, can you talk a little nerves. bit about a surgery like that? I'm sorry. Can you talk a little bit since you just said that's the same surgery? As yeah. You know, what happens is your, your vertebrae, um, you have discs in between each vertebrae. And when, uh, when you injure your neck, the disc slides and what happens is it slides to the side. So it's sticking out of the vertebrae and you have nerves that come out of the vertebrae and those get blocked by the disc. And then you can't feel your arm and you can't, you don't have motor skills with one arm or both arms, depending if they slide both ways. So usually it's just one way and you only you can't feel one arm and you can't use one arm. And that's what Jason was having trouble with. Uh, his, his disc slid and blocked the nerves to his arm. Now for you and your surgery, you were able to get feeling back in both hands, right? <laughs> Not really. I can't feel my two pinkies at all. Mm. Um, I've had a lot of problems with my motor skills and uh, uh, my arms went numb uh, for periods of time. Uh, I've lost about three inches in both arms. So my arms have atrophied. Um, so it, it, it's tough. I mean, you know, you, when you do these surgeries, the, these quick fix surgeries, that's what Jason did. That's what I did. Uh, uh, instead of doing fusion, you're going to have some problems down the road. So, you know, eventually I'm going to have to have fusion. I should have had it already. And I didn't. Well, let's just get through the double knee replacements first before we start that. My <laughs> yeah. goodness, you're going to be the uh, $6 million man by the time it's all robot. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, they said that he was expected to be out for about a year, but he was never, he has never returned to the ring and he's worked for as a producer for the last few years. What have you heard about Jordan's new role the past few years? From all accounts, he seemed to be shining in his position. Oh, he's done a fantastic job as a producer. He found his calling. Don't get me wrong. He would have been a great uh, professional wrestler, WWE superstar, but his calling is definitely producing. He's really good at it. As far as you know, Kurt, I, you know, he had the quick fix surgery. Is, did he still, after that surgery, ex he's still experiencing some of the same symptoms that you outlined that you're having, or do you know? You know what's crazy? He has problems till this day. His uh. motor skills, his hands are on and off all the time. He just uh, can never get right. I'm not sure why that's occurring with him, because with me, at least I got relief at times. You know, with him, he's never gotten relief. It's been really, he's been really struggling with it for years. My goodness, man. That is so sad. A kid like that with all the talent in the world at his age, you know, I know so young. Well, it's listen, it, it is a shame. And, uh, I'm sure you were looking forward to seeing that whole angle pay off with a likely maybe WrestleMania match with you and Jordan. Yes. Like, uh, I was looking forward to that. That's what we were going to do. We're going to go to WrestleMania. Jason was going to turn on me. We're going to have the match. Uh, uh, you know, I'm actually part of me is, is sad that it didn't happen, but part of me is happy because I got, I got the tag with Ronda Rousey uh, for that mixed tag instead of Jason's match. And uh, that match was definitely the best match on the card at WrestleMania that year. Sure. Even though it was a mixed tag match, it was really entertaining. And we really put Ronda over hard, really strong. Yeah. But Jason, I would have loved to have wrestled him. It was just a shame. But, you know, 
you're, you're going to have injuries and it, it happens in the sport. It's unfortunate, but, but I got to wrestle with Ronda Rousey, which was great. Well, and two, it's great too, that he is now in a position where he seems to be thriving, making, a, making a solid, or probably a really good income, supporting a family. I know he has a daughter yeah. and uh, a family there in Orlando. So uh, I believe he got married again and has another daughter. Okay. So I think he's on the second marriage and his second child. Okay. Awesome. Well, listen, if he ends up listening to this show, we are all in your, we love you, Jason. That's right. Jason angle or Jordan, whatever we're calling you now. Uh, but man, this has been a fun show. We had some fan questions. Some folks that wrote in had some questions for you. So let's jump into those before we wrap up this week. Eric, uh, has says, does Jason or Kurt ever regret doing the father and son storyline? And did they know the storyline was going to be a pity? (laughs) (laughs) we did not know the storyline was going to be a pity Uh, i don't regret doing it i just wish it would have paid off i think that it would have added some value if we had a payoff to it a wrestlemania match yeah no absolutely get the house you want with the payment you want at buywithconrad.com and you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com. Friend of the show, Ray LaDuke, had he not gotten hurt, what would have been in store for him in the long run? So, Kurt, pull out your crystal ball. Was the sky? sky (laughs) Well, he would have wrestled me at WrestleMania. I'm sure he would have went over because he's the young talent and I was on my way out. And I think he would have had a great future. I think the fans would have eventually accepted him. I really believe he had enough talent to to carry the load. Yeah. And who knows what could have been his future. Maybe they end up putting him and, and, uh, and Chad back together again. You just never know what the long, they had great chemistry as a tag team. You're right. They were, they were amazing. Brad Stanton, our buddy says, Kurt, uh, you have said over and over that Chad Gable should have played your son. You just asked me about that here, but did you ask the WWE why they didn't go with Gable? Your wife said on the wives of wrestling, uh oh, that if there was a movie about you, Chad was star as you. <laughs> so the question is, why didn't they go with Gable? Well, yeah, did they? But did you ask the WWE why they didn't go? Um, with Gable? I didn't ask because you know you it wasn't my place to ask. I mean, I could have, I could have if I wanted to, but I, you know, they they wanted to throw Jason at me, and I know it was Vince's idea. Yes, definitely. but um, I did want Chad Gable. If I ever do a movie, I want Chad Gable to play me. Because I love the kid, and he reminds me a lot of myself. There you go. Uh, my buddy Zol Lopez says, do, do you feel that this was inspired by the storyline slash rib? Again, something you brought up earlier from stalking Booker T's wife back in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. It all comes from Vince. It's all stemmed from Vince McMahon. That, that storyline with Booker T and Charmel, and this one with uh, Jason Jordan, this is all the same. This is Vince sticking it to me and ribbing me and turning it into a storyline. All he had to know is that you dated some African-American women back in the day, and this is (laughs) how he likes to do these things. So Kurt did uh, tell us that. So there you go. Man, what a, what a, what a dude that Vince guy is. (laughs) Uh, Joey, the Tori Amos guy, not making it up says, Kurt, with your storyline with Jason Jordan, would it have culminated at WrestleMania 34, which you said yes, and how would that have affected the Ronda tag match if he didn't unfortunately suffer an in-ring career-ending injury? Um, Ronda, I wouldn't have been able to tag with her, yeah. obviously. Um, I would have went with Jason Jordan, and I, you know what? I wouldn't have regretted either way. A uh, match with Jason would have been awesome. Uh, tagging with Ronda was awesome. I can't pick one or the other. I, I just can't do it. Yeah. 
Well, and th- and things come, all things come together for good or whatever, I guess, as they say. And uh, it all worked out with with Rhonda, and yeah, we just yes, had her did. on a few weeks ago to talk about that amazing moment. Uh, Michael Cohen says, Kurt, what were your thoughts on the storyline with you and Jason Jordan? Which member of the creative team came up with it? Well, you told us, Vince. In real life, man, it's like they read our notes. Are you friends with Corey Graves? <laughs> yes, I am. He's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I would travel to TV with him and back home. So we we spent a lot of time together on the airplanes. And yeah, he he's a Pittsburgh boy, so we're good friends. There you go. And uh, we answered the other ones as we went through the show, Michael. Bryant Haremza, Kurt, was there ever any discussion with you managing American Alpha before this? Also, how do you think the presentation of the angle could have been done differently? Well, you and I kind of talked about that a little bit too, maybe introduce the woman. And, and instead of Corey playing it up as this uh, secret thing, I think, like I said, we talked about that. So any discussion about you instead of this managing American Alpha? I pitched it. I wanted American Alpha to be the next team angle. And uh, they obviously shut it down. Uh, they wanted Jason Jordan to be my son. I'm sure that if Jason would have stayed healthy, we probably would have done the American Alpha angle and uh, made the storyline that they were team angle too. That would have been cool. Uh, two more questions, Kurt. Matt Godfrey. Kurt, was there any? Was there an idea of you forming? <laughs> These guys are reading our notes, dude. Was there an idea of you forming a new team angle? <laughs> Oh, geez. We're ahead of them, right? I know, <laughs> man. This is crazy. Before they ask them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that was a, that was an idea that I had. I wanted them to be the new team angle, yes. This one's a very easy one. Kurt from Dylan. Did you like the pairing of Chad Gable and Jason Jordan? <laughs> of course I did. They were an awesome tag team together. Um, I, I They reminded me a lot of Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Kurt, next week we're talking all things Vengeance 2002, sticking with WWE. It's Kurt versus Undertaker versus The Rock in the main event. One of the best tag matches or one of the best triple threat matches in history. Definitely. Oh, look, and he is not smiling either. He's dead serious <laughs> for the WWE undisputed title and the build. We're going to do the build to it. Wrestling Undertaker in a singles match. The build to that teaming with Chris Jericho against Cena and Taker, a singles match with The Rock and all that's going on in the WWE. Kurt, I have it on good authority. We have where they reshot uh, that pin that went awry. Remember later on, they had to bring you guys back. Yes. With the undertaker. Thing. Gosh, it, that was a pain. Yes. Yep. We're going to talk about we that. Talk too. about that one. Yeah, we will. But before we get out of here, we got a big announcement and a video, uh, physically fit.com. We have a chicken snacks winner. Do you want me to unveil the video? Yeah, unveil the video. <laughs> All right, let's do it. This was the winner for the championship belt for physically fits contest, physically fit.com. Let's check it out. Educate the youth of America with a broken neck. I can walk my dog with a broken neck. With a broken freaking neck. Let's go. Do you want to know the secret to how I got my life back on the tracks? Chicken snacks. 11 great flavors and plant protein oh it's true it's true damn it i should have competed in that contest (laughs) let me tell you this the videos were good but not really that good (laughs) i'm sorry to say but this guy won nicholas won he nicholas congrats buddy i loved it the reason why he won is because he used his dog with a broken freaking neck and that's what uh 
that's what uh, made us decide to pick him. <laughs> and the man just won a $3,500 wildcat belt. Yes, Holy he did. He got $500 worth of chicken snacks. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, go to physicallyfit.com, support our buddy, Kurt Angle, grab those chicken snacks. There you are. He's showing it to us on video. He's got them right behind him. He's showing us the Kung Pao chicken and, uh, you can, you can eat them with broken necks. Apparently we just saw that from our buddy. <laughs> his dog apparently had a broken freaking neck. Everybody in his house had a broken freaking neck. Uh, he was on a train track. It looked like hopefully he wasn't going to get hit by a train while he was out there <laughs> shooting the video. Uh, but that was, uh, entertaining as hell. Uh, also support. <laughs> Support Kurt Angle over at KurtAnglebrand.com. Uh, speaking of entertaining, he'll give you some entertaining cameos. Isn't that right, Kurt? Oh, yeah. I got cameos for you. I have T-shirts. I have autographed photos, birthday cards, uh, cowboy hats, milk cartons. I got all the whole ball of wax. Just go to KurtAnglebrand.com and order whatever you want, and I'll send it to you. T-shirts, you can get it all there. It's the Kurt Angle merchandise machine over at KurtAnglebrand.com. He'll take care of you, and you can be like our Olympic hero. Also, WildcatBelts.com gets you one of those last two belts. There's only two left. Two. Two, two, two. That's it. Only two shots. I have one. Kurt has one. Uh, we have another member that has one, another, another proud listener that has one. Uh, but, man, he's showing it on the video if you're watching on YouTube or on Beautiful ad-free title. shows. It is. It's gorgeous. I love mine. It's a showpiece. I always have people commenting on it. If you're a Kurt Angle fan, that's the best way to show it. Uh, go to wildcatbelts.com and uh, check it out. He's got pictures and a way to order over there. Finally, before we get out of here, I know Kurt has another doctor's appointment uh, with those knees, and I want to get him out of here. It's Saturday, August 27th, wrestling night at the park for the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers with Kurt Angle. It is podcast at the plate. Kurt and I, we're going to travel out to separately, but we'll be there together for a little podcast at the plate. Uh, there are pregame podcast packages available. Now Kurt's going to throw out the first pitch. It is in Appleton, Wisconsin. So go Google Wisconsin timber rattlers, look for schedules and promos on their site. Scroll down to August 27th. You'll see Kurt's pictured there and find out more information, how you can join us that Saturday evening for a fun time at the ballpark. Kurt, I'm looking forward to it, man. And then after that, you and I are together in Chicago for yes, Top Guy we Weekend. For Top Guy Weekend, yes. So uh, a lot come of see us in the ballpark. Please That's right. Do. A lot of Paul and Kurt together. If he's not already sick of me on the show, he's going to get <laughs> to see me in person a few times. So we'll have a good time. Kurt, uh, that's going to wrap us up this week, man. Thank you so much for uh, for doing this with me. All right, Paulie. Thank you, brother. On behalf of Kurt Angle, this is Paul Bromwell. We'll see you right back here next week. It's Vengeance. 2002 with Kurt Angle and me, Paul Bromwell. We'll see you right here on The Angle Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.